Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the Skeptical One. And I'm Erin, the Believer. And we are here for what, round two, 255 of episodes? <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> no, Does it mean, feel that bad? No, I just mean this week. We've just had oh. to do all sorts of bizarre recording, like to fit in with your bougie lifestyle of being a jet setter. <laughs> uh, so we, I just feel like we've, it's great. It's so much fun, but it is so confusing. I'm I like, know. How, what are, what story are we doing? How are we doing this? I know. And then we have another, we have our movie night this week too. So you're oh, not even done with me. I'm excited about that. Though. That's good. I got to pack you in real a lot because before I almost said real tight, <laughs> it's like a weird thing to say. I got to pack you in real tight. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't like uh, being constricted. I uh, know, right? I uh, know we need to get loose in here. That's why we're drinking again. Um, but no, we have got to fit it all in because of our codependency. Yeah. Um, that when you're gone, I'm like, Life is miserable. I know. I'm leaving again. <sighs> I'm, telling I'm not you. even leaving you with my kids this time. I'm, I'm taking not. them with me. I, I'm okay with that. Ellie, I get your dog. <laughs> I get your dog this time. I am the best sister. I, I know. I know. <laughs> sure, sure. No, I, I know you are. I can't wait. I can't wait for Ellie. I'm going to spoil her to death. She's going to like sleep up in the bed with me. She's going to hate you when she gets back. She's going to sit over here, look out the window, and be like, can I go back over there? She lets oh me gosh, sleep in the she bed. She really will. Because... I won't let her sleep in the bed. She's yeah. too loud. Well, I'm I am like dog crazy right now because we don't have a dog. So I'm like, come over here. Like today, just sitting in your couch, I'm like, Ellie, get and she just kept going away from me. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Snuggle with, give me all your snores. Snuggle up with me. So I know, I'm she's real not even, Oh, I was like, she's not even in here. She's just very quiet she on the chair is. right there. You better not kick the bucket before you gotta come stay with me, dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't jinx my dog's life. <laughs> oh, I hope not. That'd be awful. Uh, we so did. Sad. We did just. Uh, that would be so sad. Not to jinx anything, but I did just convince Aaron to go into the bathroom <sighs> and play Bloody Mary, which I have successfully made it thirty-six years without ever doing. Yes. So you'll have to check out our TikTok video to see the spooky, spooky ending that happened <laughs> on that one <laughs> because uh, I felt like we were ten years old again, and it was so fun. Only when I was 10, I kind of believed in something that would happen. And I time, really was very nervous. I know. I could feel your, uh, like, your uh, believer vibrations yeah, coming off of you. Because we were doing it at my house. Uh, well, better your house than mine. Yeah. Your face. <laughs> like, Kevin's gone. It's just me and the girls. And I have to defend ourselves against some paranormal you will be lady who's got it out for you. Listen, and she we just look very similar. It's a cocktail. Give the girl a Bloody Mary. That's yeah. all she wants. And she'll Ooh, be I, would, I would go down. I would go down. I would get down. <laughs> what is happening Bloody with our lingo? <laughs> what would I you would, do to Bloody Mary? What's I going on? Man, I would get down with that. Get down with a Bloody Mary. Yeah. I didn't mean to say I would Your go down a Bloody so Mary. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of dirty oh things about gosh. that all around. But here's the thing is that uh, if she shows up, that's what I would start with, girl. <laughs> can I make you a Bloody Mary? I mean, maybe that's just what her angst has been all that she just like. Maybe she's me, like in the in the paranormal life. I'm just like, just somebody give me a drink. <laughs> that's all I want. Oh, I understand that for sure. I love Bloody Marys. So I have been binge watching. Okay, what are you watching? Dennis the Menace. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know. Lucky Doug. Awful. That kid could watch Dennis the Menace a hundred times a day. He watched it at our house when he spent oh the night. Oh my gosh. And I was like, this, what kind of bullshit is this? It's like these two little boys and this little girl, mm -hmm. they're talking about 
She's like, well, women clean and but and men uh -huh. are like, well, we're here. I'm like, what are we watching? I know. And then Little Rascals is even worse. Just telling you, oh, like man. whoever wrote that, I those shows. Watched that in a long time either. Yeah, it is outdated, and my son loves it. Uh, so good luck to me trying to wait a wait a wait a <laughs> good luck to me trying to raise a little white boy that's um, not, you know, an elitist. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you already it's got hard. It, it's hard. It's hard. You know, your work cut out for you because I, I do. He's white. Yeah. <laughs> number one. Sorry. Uh, number two, he demands everything. And but I shut him down all the time. You do. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned the rascals today because Kevin saying I got a pickle and then Penelope went, it's not a pickle. It's not a pickle. Pickle, 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 pickle. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. I don't know what they were talking about. I think, I don't know. I don't think anybody was talking about a pickle, but Kevin that sang song. it and she responded with the pickle, 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 pickle. And it was my favorite part of the day. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you got to find something. You got to find a bright light in the day somehow. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So that's really, no, actually I have been, let's see, what have I been binge watching or what did we watch? Started some really weird new show on Netflix called Kalta, K-A-L-T-A. Okay. Uh, takes place in Iceland. I and love is, Icelandic shows on Netflix. It's so good. Such I mean, you have weird niche of things to love, but I do love them. Yeah, I know it is, but they are good. And uh, I feel like good acting. And, yeah. Yeah, but um, really weird volcanic action happening. Like uh, then somebody shows up covered in like not just ash, but like soot, but then they might be a clone of somebody. So no, it's a little sci-fi, but it definitely yeah. is uh, spooky. There's definitely some spooky elements to it. They look scarier than any like monster I've ever seen when they come out. But so yeah, you might check that out. Kevin and I watched the first Fear Street. There's going to be three. Oh, that's right. And it was it was really good. The movie itself was good. It was uh -huh. very gory, and I've kind of forgotten how gory you know those like '90s movies were. Oh, they were so gory. Yeah, it was very gory. But it was good. The storyline was good. Uh, Sophie has been begging to watch it. Mm. And so I was like, well, I definitely need to watch it first. And then I saw it was rated R and I read why it was rated R. So I was like, no, you're not going to watch it. And then she would spend the night when Kevin and I watched it. She would spend the night somewhere else. And I sent her a text because I know that when I was a kid, uh, I'd be like, okay, but I'm going to go watch it. Right. I'm going to find like, somebody that has the cool parents. Right. I'm going to go to their house. I'm totally <clears> watching <hyper>. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But I, Aunt Marsha, Aunt Marsha's oh, house yeah. is where we used to watch all of our dirty movies. I know. We used to just get our parents be like, go hang out with Aunt Marsha. They get drunk oh. enough and then mom wouldn't care. Yeah, that's right. We'd ask for permission. Yeah. She, and then Aunt Marsha, oh, I'll let the kids watch that. It's fine. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like how we got to watch Pretty Woman. But then you all covered my eyes during all the good parts. You have to. You were little. You I were was little. little mm -hmm. But whatever. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you can watch now. I'll watch it now and I'll let you watch it. I will not cover your eyes one time. How about that? I remember the first time I watched it when I was like without you guys and thought, oh my gosh, this movie is sexy. Sexy. Look at that piano. Oh, I shouldn't have been watching it either. So I'm yeah. sure my eyes were like wide eyed, like, holy moly, I'm learning a lot tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sent Sophie a text right then and I was like, you cannot watch this movie. I mean it. Don't watch it anywhere. I will find out. Don't watch it. Oh, it was that bad. I mean, the, she has admittedly, because we watched that movie. Oh, now I don't want to ruin it. I'm not even going to tell you. We watched a movie uh -huh. that felt like it was going to be paranormal. Turned out not to be paranormal. And I let her watch it with me before I had, like, vetted, vetted it. it. Uh -huh. 
but it was PG-13. And so I'm like, okay, we'll watch it. Definitely thought it was going to be a ghost story, and it wasn't. Uh And in it, she was like, oh, I don't really like these movies. I like Mm -hmm. ghost stories. Okay. So while this movie has definitely has like a paranormal aspect to it, Mm -hmm. it's very much like like a slasher movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine it's like... um, like Freddy Krueger. Yes. And I just remember like that, that scene where his hand comes up through the bed Ugh. and like guts that guy. Yeah. I awful. will never forget that being like, this is insane. Yeah. There's a, a bread slicer scene that I don't Ew. think I'm going to recover from. That it was, was really yeah. gross. Yeah. I don't need any of that. Like, yeah, it doesn't even gross me out. It's just like, Oh, come on. It's like too much shock value. I think for me. Yeah. The only movie that I like love I love gory movies when it comes to action movies like Kill Bill oh, I do or love Sin Bill. City. Although I haven't seen either of those movies in a long time. I hope they still hold up. I always feel bad saying like, I like oh, I love this movie. Kill Bill would. Don't Kill you Bill know? would. I don't know about Sin City. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen Sin City. I feel like there might be bad things in Sin City. But I remember being I like. I mean, it is Sin City, so. That is true. <laughs> We're worrying about being PC, I don't think. But. I love that kind of gore, which I don't know what that says about me. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, Kill Bill is one of my top favorite movies for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I got out of a really bad makeout session during Kill Bill. Oh, oh, that took me a minute to catch up. I was like thinking you were going to go say you got out of a bad relationship because no. of Kill Bill. And then you said a make. So no, we were making were watching out. a movie with somebody that you didn't like making out with. I thought I would. Oh, and that's the started. Worst. Did he have like a pencil tongue? No, he um, never closed his mouth. Oh, ever. oh no. You got to take horrible. a break from that. It's horrible. It was just constant. And I kept like moving my head back Oh, and he just kept following me. No. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. It's oh, horrible. No, there's got to be some like lip action there. I know. I know. just I, have like open for, gaping mouth for so long. And I kept trying. And there was no guiding. I feel like you need to say his name so that. So no, I won't <laughs> say his name. I don't think he's even, I don't even think he's my Facebook friend anymore. And just in case one of our listeners goes to try to date him. No, he's married. I know. He's well, married. we need to give him some corners. Oh, maybe his wife did. Uh, that's what I'm hoping because okay. honestly, I stopped the kiss by being like, so do you want to go back to watching this movie? And he was like, <laughs> really? I said, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. good. I really want to see how it ends. And he's like, oh, okay. And then later he was like, well, you know, like, since we're friends, you never really get to ask, like, do the girl you're dating, was it good? And I should have been like, you know, and I mm. let it go. I was like, that was great. It was my second kiss ever. Yeah, well, that's horrible. It was my, it was my third kiss with a new person. That is unexcusable. I don't care. It was bad. I, I know. Day. And I feel really guilty about it. It's probably why he's not my favorite like, friend asked anymore. He, because girls didn't want to make out with him. I know. I know. You need to send him an inbox message tonight. <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Say, I know you asked for my advice. I know it's 20 years later, but I've really been thinking about this a lot. It's like angry wife, like, what the hell are you doing? I'm helping you, like, make it a joint message. Include her in on it. I know we've never met. I hope you have guided him. But I'm thinking that you need to hear this now, and so does he. I'm sure. I can't imagine. If she's still kissing him, letting him kiss her that way, then she likes it. And they found each other, and good for them, but... See, I always oh, thought that might be the worst. I always thought like the um, the pencil tongue, yeah. like w- when they're like, like how do they even get their tongue mm-hmm. that skinny so to skinny feel like a number two pencil and it just darts in and darts out? And it's like, what is in my mouth <laughs> so right now? Ugh. Oh, no, thank well, you. It's awful. Well, no. Okay. Well, man, that is scarier than what we did in the bathroom right <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, that sounds weird. <laughs> It does. It makes total sense to me. Oh my god! Way scarier thinking about pencil tongue and open gaping fish mouth. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. 
So moral of the story, always, always help guide. Oh, I thought you say always preview your movies. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Always preview your movies before you let your kids watch it. I don't know how we got there, but right. we did. That's right. Back around, full oh, circle. I really have no idea how we got to kissing. Oh, Kill, Kill Bill. Bill. Okay. <laughs> when we talk at the same time we sound so dumb i think it's hilarious i think it's endearing uh people would like it <laughs> they better because they're here they're here they better like it oh my uh, gosh we've been going for a while we oh, should, okay it's time yeah. to start well i'm really i know i say it every week but i am really really, <laughs> really excited <laughs> it's like um, the bachelor it's like the most exciting the mo okay this is the most exciting night no it's really <laughs> exciting because um we got a first person story from the owner of the Irish River, which first of all, like my favorite restaurant in Louisville. So if yeah. you haven't been there, I don't know what you're waiting for. Um, definitely worth even traveling to come in to, to go to the river because it's wonderful food, great atmosphere, so yeah. much fun. I've I mean, only ever been there during the pandemic. I need to go, oh, which they handled gosh. beautifully. Oh, beautifully. Yeah, they they are on top of everything. But um, Michael Reedy is just, I mean, he's, from Ireland, so he's yeah. definitely authentic. His accent, he tells me dirty jokes all the time. I don't know that I should be laughing, but I can't understand some of it, so I laugh. And, <laughs> like, I don't, I hope that was appropriate enough to laugh, but there probably aren't. He's never appropriate, but that makes it fun. And he is, he is <laughs> hilarious and like just the life of the place. And she even talks, references that in uh, her first story. But the fun part about it is she wrote two stories that were both long enough for us to just focus on her stories tonight. So, yeah. so you're reading new. the first half and I'm reading the second. Yeah, and that's we've never done that. So I know. It'll be kind of fun to hear the same author from two different perspectives, I feel like. Yeah, I'm pumped. So, yeah, okay. So um, this is from Siobhan Reedy, and I'm going to say her last name because, you know, she's kind of famous out here. In the yeah, we got we to gotta support that. I'm also really excited about this first paragraph, and you're going to hear why. Hi, sisters. Wow. Congratulations on the podcast. It's so much fun, even though I usually listen while I'm driving, so I can't join you in the cocktails. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, good plan. Don't. Yeah, yeah don't do that. We're not encouraging that. Just um, remember how funny we were when you're having a cocktail later, on, later and that safe. wine. That's right. I also really appreciate the Irish Rover shout outs. You are always welcome at the Rover for a free <gasps> fish and chips. We won't even make you share. Oh my gosh. We, <laughs> we made did. it. We, we made it. We did. That's it. I mean, that's in episode number two. That's what we said our goal was. Uh, and then we kind of like kept on going for Riverhouse. So, um, so one down, one down Riverhouse to go. Oh man. I cannot wait. Right. We are definitely going to have a TikTok video of us eating some fish and chips <sighs> at the Rover. Yes. yes. Okay. In an early episode, you read a story from a former Rover staffer about our supposedly haunted second floor. I do remember it, and it was a little creepy at the time, but I completely agree with your debunking. Oh, thank you, Siobhan. Wasn't, didn't we say squatter? There was somebody yes. up. Um, we said like it was a patron or somebody from yeah. the restaurant that had snuck up there or something. Um, okay, so she said, however, in all capital letters, I wanted to tell you another story about the second floor that believers might find interesting. As you've been telling your listeners, the Irish Rover is a pub in Louisville. And it is housed in a big and very old 1850s wow. brick, I know, brick building with a colorful history. Hmm. It was originally a saloon. And I love hearing this. I've, I have gone to the Rover a million times and I had no idea about this history of this yeah. building. And it's, it's just so neat. I love that part. Like, I've never gone on a ghost tour, but that's the part I'm looking forward to the most is yeah. learning the history of the buildings. Right. I think that's fascinating. 
We're going to change that. We're going to go soon. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, it was originally a saloon and a shop and supposedly a shady lady's operation on the second floor. Oh, get uh-huh. it. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. And it has also been a home for various families. The most interesting residents we know of were a widow named Margaret Widman and her two sons who apparently ran a bootlegging operation out of the home in 1924. Wow. Right? That's so cool. And then she says... The police, who at the time were stationed just four doors down, mm-hmm. raided the building and found 225 gallons of wine. Oh, let that sink in. I was a party. I want to go there. And 100 pints of homebrew in the family's front room. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it sucks that they found it, but like, <laughs> and you know those cops, they didn't, they confiscated that and they had a party. Oh, for sure. Right? Okay. They're pouring it down the drain? I don't mm, think so. Mm, mm, mm. Oh my gosh, I hope not. Oh, that'd be horrible. 225 <laughs> gallons? That's just made me sad. That's so sad. What a waste. In other words, if you're a believer, this is exactly the type of building that would have a few ghosts. Mm-hmm. And you all, I mean, seriously, if you've not been, you need to go because it it is a beautiful building. It's so, it's got so much character. And then now knowing this, yeah, like I can't wait to go back and just be like, oh, this is the, it's just such a cool place. The original building is L-shaped. And at some point in time, an addition was nestled into the L. The second floor of the original building houses our private party space. It has its own staircase and has windows facing the street, as well as looking out over the parking lot of each side of the building. Many years ago, the building across the street was a newspaper distribution facility, which operated in the very early hours of the morning. Several workers told us with absolute conviction that they saw a man wearing an old fashioned nightshirt in the front windows. Oh, and I'm sorry. And I read that kind of wrong, but like, like over periods of time, not just once, which is what was in the original. Right, 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 right. In a separate incident, neighborhood regulars who were walking down the street one night later told us they spotted a man in a Victorian frock coat and possibly a top hat. Oh, we talked about hat top man. Yeah, hat man. <laughs> also in the front windows. I know you like squatter stories, but that's highly <laughs> unlikely in this instance. You mean, you know, she likes an easy scapegoat. Uh, of no, no, no. Squatters oh, okay. are real. They do exist. I am convinced that these ghosts, in quotation marks, are, and I love Siobhan, I love you, Siobhan, for lots of reasons. But Siobhan, like when I started reading this, I was like, is Siobhan a believer? Because that would just shock me. She's just so straightforward and to the point and business. So I thought, oh, this is interesting. But now she goes ahead and she gets her own debunk. And I love it. I am convinced <laughs> that these ghosts are the result of lights from the street of the parking lot shining in from the side and front windows and possibly reflecting off framed prints on the wall. Boo. Yeah, girl. Come on. Get it. Get that debunk. Okay. Anyway, it is actually the addition, not the original building, where most of the people are creeped out. To be specific, it's the second floor of this addition that really gets people. Please note, I suspect the second floor was tacked on much later than the first floor and with lots of expense spared. Oh, no. Uh, She's like, if you ever visit, just that part, don't mind that part. The first floor, (laughs) which houses our bar area, is fine, but the back stairwell and the office and storage space on the second floor are pretty shoddy, and who knows what sort of crap duckwork, et cetera, (laughs) is going on between those two floors. This second floor is where the footsteps from the original Fish and Chips episode originated. 
And it is the area that creeps out some of the staff when they have to grab a Rover t-shirt for a guest. <laughs> Cause uh, yeah, this is the part like nobody else, the employees only go back there. Right. <laughs> and, and yeah, everybody's just going to torture the employees. Yes. And everybody that I know that works that they hate going back there. It's like when somebody asks, it's like, so no, I have to go back there. I want to go just for a t-shirt. Right. Right. While we do continue to hear what sounds like footsteps, measured footsteps, not random creakings, I've come to believe that they are just a variant on the usual building noises. Oh, come on. I know. I love it. But don't worry. She's going she's gonna to get into something she can't explain. Okay. Also, I have to say that I've worked upstairs in the office, usually alone for 28 years, and have never felt the slightest bit of spooky unease. That said, several years ago, a Rover staffer told me a story about this space that gave me some goosebumps. <laughs> this person has worked with us for a long time and has a child who has been coming to the Rover his entire life. The kid is bright and engaging and very comfortable with the staff and the surroundings and even maybe especially with the owner, Michael Reedy. <laughs> I should point out that Michael is somewhat famous for his um, unusual approach to young children and that he will <laughs> get up in their faces and roar out some nonsense or give his huge <laughs> loud laugh, or otherwise do something that most wee ones would find terrifying. Oh, <laughs> like that is, it's not just with little kids. He'll do that with any aged person. <laughs> is Siobhan uh, also from Ireland? No. Oh, I think, okay. I believe, if I'm, I've heard their story, I believe she might be from New York. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I think. Uh, I might totally be wrong on that. Sorry, Siobhan, if I am. Uh, or maybe they met in New York, something like that. When our kids were little, their cousins would often ask, will that man be there <laughs> when headed to family gatherings? But some kids, including the one in the story, love Michael and his loudness. If he was ever scared of Michael as a younger child, he's well over it and seems to consider him a lovable kook, just like the rest of us. At any rate, this is not a wimpy kid. One day, he was maybe in kindergarten. He and his dad were at the Rover while it was closed. It was just the two of them in the building, and he probably hung out at the bar and watched TV while his father did some work. Then they headed up to the second floor addition. On past visits, the kid loved going upstairs. Maybe it's because not everyone gets to go up there. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was the graffiti wall where people, including this child, have expressed themselves in black Sharpie over the course of many years. Or maybe it's all the crap there is to explore. Whatever, as I said, he loved the upstairs until the day in question. On this day, his dad unlocked and opened the door in the entry foyer at the rear of the building, which leads to the back stairwell. At that point, the kid froze. He turned pale and just kept staring at the top of the stairs. Oh. He pulled desperately at his father's hand and absolutely refused to go upstairs. Do we know how old he is? Right, at Kindergarten. This oh, kindergarten. About, yeah, about five or six. According to his father, the child was obviously completely terrified by something he saw. But his father sees nothing, and the boy won't say what he sees. Oh. Later in the car with his mom, he told her that there is a big man with a gun upstairs <gasps> at the rover, and he's worried that the man will hurt Michael Reedy. Oh, my I gosh, know. sweet baby. I don't think he ever said anything more about the episode, but I'm also pretty sure he hasn't gone upstairs since. Whoa. Right? And how old is he now? I don't know. Like, she grew didn't up say there. that. I she wanted... didn't say that. I mean, I keep trying to think because I know a lot of the Rover people. So if it's the kid that I'm thinking, like maybe he's like a couple years older. Okay. <clears throat> so then, then when the story happens. Right. So like, so like maybe nine. seven or eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Seven or eight. 
So yeah, goosebumps and not as easy to write off as ghost sightings and unexplained noises in an old building. But I'd be very interested to hear Megan's skeptical take. I certainly haven't come up with any logical explanations for this sudden terror. If you've got time, I've also got a story about the building in LaGrange that housed the, the now departed Irish River too, which we do have time. It's going to be my turn, but it's let's debunk the first one. Okay. So the only thing I can say, you know, with kids, you know, it's kind of hard because um, like the believer part of me mm -hmm. wants to acknowledge and give nod to the fact that like pets and kids seem to be a little more open and privy to things that might not be there. Even just like uh, intuition. Sometimes yeah. they listen to that intuition better or they, um, I don't know, they just, they know things sometimes that you're like, how do they know that? Right. How, what do you think that is? That's a ghost. No, not necessarily. Like I said, intuition. I think that. Yeah. Intuition that there is a ghost that nobody else can see. Uh, well, not, not in every case. I'm not talking specifically about this case. I'm okay. just saying in right. general, I think that kids sometimes, you know, can be a little more in tune with themselves. Like, um, yeah. okay. like they don't have all the, you know, junk that we do, like all the stress that's flying. You know, I'm not saying that kids don't have stress because they definitely do, but I'm saying like different kinds. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes we get muddled up in our own thoughts and, and you know, everything, all of the responsibilities that we have to do. You're trying to rationalize and Rationalize things. And, you know, we, you know, all of that. Whereas a kid can just kind of be open and let things come in. And yeah. that includes their intuition. I fully and, believe that. So my scariest debunk, which I hope did not happen, was that there was actually like a thief that was in the Irish Rover. Oh, that's horrible. I know. That would be awful. But um, I do know that there are two staircases, like what she's talking about, the back stairs, and there are stairs in the front. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, what if I'm thinking, and maybe it's because I just watched Dennis the Menace with like a really sneaky robber, um, <laughs> uh, but maybe like he was standing up there and they rounded the corner and he backed away really quickly. And so the sun was the only one that saw him. He got spooked enough to go out through the front. That would be horrible. It would be very scary. I'm that hoping that's a little far-fetched. It does because yes. people don't rob restaurants. Why would they go upstairs? I don't know. To as, a safe to where they keep all of their money. Far-fetched. I don't know. And again, I don't know if that's where they keep their money. I have no idea. So <laughs> like, do not go rob the, the map. <laughs> do not go rob the rover. I don't even know. Their code is. Right. Um, so that, that one. But then my second one would just be, you know, kids are also, they watch movies. They watch crazy things. There could be like a hallway in a movie that kind of, you know, he hadn't seen that before. So he had no, you know, nothing before that, that ever scared him. That image of like going up those stairs but I remember watching the peanut butter solution. And if you haven't seen that movie, it I is can't imagine anyone has seen that movie. But creepy us. AF. Oh, there is like a little cult following of the peanut butter solution. So weird. It is the weirdest kids movie. I swear I watched it in school, which makes it even stranger because whoever <laughs> wrote that movie was on LSD for sure. Um, but it, it like had this creepy like house in it. And I had never thought of like, haunted houses before that movie and then it was like oh i don't want to go inside that house because that house might look like the house in that movie so i'm just saying like maybe he watched something that scared him that had like that character in the story so then he goes to the rover and he's walking up and all of a sudden he's got that image in his head of like i don't want to go up there because now i'm afraid i'm gonna see 
this man with a gun. Hmm. You know, the way kids' minds work, that to me makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, that's definitely more likely to me than the actual robber who ended up not doing anything. Well, I think he got scared off. I think when they when, when they were coming up the okay. stairs, he slipped. I mean, maybe. I hope not. Hopefully, nobody would ever do that to the robber. But yeah, if if I have to judge your debunking, mm-hmm. it's you would the go with number one. two. But I think that kids are very open, mm-hmm. very open. Like they're, they don't know to rationalize things away. They don't know to be, you know, like politeness isn't a thing for them yet right. while they're learning. So they're outwardly scared when they're mm-hmm. scared. And I, I think that little kids have a little open pathway, hmm. not all kids, but like some kids like Nora, my middle. Yeah. She has like weird little, not so much anymore. Yeah. But there were things where I was, you know, questioning, what are you you seeing? I just don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. That's my debunk for the first one. All right. Sorry. I keep playing footsie with you. I know. I I don't mean to, but. (laughs) It's a frisky kind of night. (laughs) We're both so short. It's not usually an issue. (laughs) Apparently we're sitting real close. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read the second half of this story. Zimmerman Art Glass is honored to memorialize your deceased loved one or pet by enhancing their cremation remains in beautiful art glass. Choose from over 150 glass designs, including custom jewelry, paperweights, and sculptures. Prices start at $40, allowing you to choose multiple pieces to share with your family. They are a third-generation family-run business dedicated to creating the perfect piece of memorial glass for you and your family. Visit their webpage at artzglass.com or call 812-738-2206. They encourage you to visit their glass blowing studio to discuss your project and watch them work. They are located just 20 minutes from downtown Louisville in historic Corridon, Indiana. Okay, so now I'm gonna read a story about the LaGrange location. Mm-hmm. It's closed down now. It's closed down. Mm-hmm. As you know, LaGrange is a small town about 20 or 30 minutes north of Louisville. Its claim to fame is the train that runs down the center of a pretty small town main street, complete with a courthouse, a shady square, and beautiful old-timey shop fronts. And she means shady as in like the trees are shady. <laughs> yeah, not like, ooh, this, <laughs> this is a shady square. <laughs> and that one shady square down there on the left. LaGrange always makes me think of, I know you never watch Gilmore Girls, but the whole little town of Gilmore Girls feels okay. like LaGrange. Yeah. Like it's very small, tiny. It's very it's small, small timey. It's, it's very small town. Old timey. Small town. Old timey. Yes. Thank you. Old timey. Small town. Everybody feels like they know everybody when you walk around there. Yep. Uh, so that's what I picture. Even though I've been there, I'm still picturing mm-hmm. uh, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Funny. I think it what that place is called, which is weird. <laughs> Not to me, because I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just in case any of your fans decide to visit, this is a real train. Do not make the mistake of ignoring morning bars and lights unless you enjoy pooping your pants with a <laughs> giant locomotive engine bears down on you with the whistle blaring. And it is. It goes right down the middle. I mean, like, right. You're sitting there eating at a restaurant and it goes right by your window. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many such situations we witnessed during our 10 years on Main Street. 
With varying degrees of success, LaGrange has tried for decades to develop itself as a tourist destination, using the train and several blocks of cute shops and restaurants as its main selling points, along with a series of supposedly haunted buildings, but we'll get to that in a minute. One impediment used to be that the surrounding county was dry, and so there were no full-service restaurants in the town. In 2005, the county went moist, in parentheses, worst word ever. Oh, I was just thinking, I was like, yuck, I hate that word. <laughs> but that's a different podcast, she says. <laughs> I love Siobhan. I know. And we decided to try our luck with a second location of the Irish Rover. I said I know as if I know Siobhan, and I don't, but I can't but you wait love her to. writing. Yeah, yes. you can tell she's very funny. Very dry, very funny. I can't wait to meet her with, with our fish and chips. Fish and chips in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully she'll join us. That'd yeah, be so right. fun. Get some wine. She, she's so busy. I mean, she's I such, she is I just. I can only imagine. She's amazing, though, because she gets the job done. Now I really want Mike Reedy to roar in my face. Oh, he will girl. trust me now michael reedy he will pull up a chair and a beer and he'll stay all night oh i can't wait that sounds awesome we purchased a building in the middle of the 100 block of east main street that had been operating as a restaurant and therefore had a full commercial kitchen and we also purchased a neighboring building notable the two buildings shared a wall which made our renovations easier but which had also probably contributed to the spread of a huge fire that destroyed much of the block in 1910. Wow, I didn't know that. I know. There's your interesting fact. There was my fun fact from last week. on it. <laughs> in fact, while they look Victorian, the buildings we purchased were more likely Edwardian or later and definitely much newer than our Louisville building. Huh. Which is not to say that they weren't haunted, and in parentheses, or should I say people believed they were haunted. There there's Siobhan. there's yeah. a lot of that in, the, in my story. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Siobhan, I mean... Clearly, you want Megan to read this whole thing. <laughs> Love it. In fact, one of our buildings, along with several others in the small downtown, were the focus of a now defunct but once very popular Spirits of LaGrange walking tour, as well as several, in parentheses, ghost hunters, <laughs> killing me with those parentheses, Siobhan. Love it. Type activities hosted by out-of-town paranormal groups. The Spirit Tour was actually pretty legit, and their tales are based on detailed research for each of the supposedly, supposedly, haunted locations. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to read. Is it easier for you to read it if you get your voice deeper? Supposedly. <laughs> S- supposedly. Said, so supposedly. <laughs> no, I mean, it hurts my little believer heart. Whatever. Oh, fine. that's funny. I thought you were just having trouble saying that word. Supposedly. <laughs> no, so I like, thought you were like, like you got tripped up on the word. I was like, does that help you? No, supposedly. No, I'm like, supposedly. Come I'm on. Gotcha. I, I, that's Let's funny because my skeptic brain did not see anything wrong with saying the word supposedly other than I thought you just tripped up on it. <laughs> I mean, it does fit our bill. Right. For our building, they found records indicating that sometimes in the 1800s, a girl named Jenny had lived with her family at the address although the actual building most likely burned in the 1910 fire. Hmm. And she had died there of typhoid fever at the age of eight. Oh, gosh, that's awful. No, it's so sad. I've got that little um, thing that I'm going to put in my future bathroom once we build on from from the MFM thing. It's like, you better go wash your fucking hands. Oh, yeah, typhoid Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I've got it. I can't put it in my bathroom because I've got prudish children who would yell at me for having fucking on any artwork but i'm just not gonna let me use my bathroom that's right that's right it's mommy's bathroom she can have all the curse words she wants in there yeah and by the time i i get that 
put up. They'll be old enough. Yeah, it's fine. Who by the time they're finally gonna, they'll be cussing you out left and right. It'll be That's fine. right. I will. I'll post a picture of that and I'll put her Etsy link because it was really cute little nice graphic. Okay, the ghostly occurrences I'm going to tell you about definitely seem to be the work of a child spirit, and everyone who parentheses <laughs> saw our ghost said it was a little girl. So that's what we called her, the little girl. As I said, Irish Rover 2 was actually two buildings that we connected by breaking through a shared brick wall in several different spots. One building housed the kitchen and bar, while the second housed the dining rooms. And I believe all the ghostly activity took place in this second building, which was the address where Jenny and her family had lived. In particular, this building had a back room that was used for private parties and overflow seating during busy times. And this seemed to be the favorite spot for our little girl. I have never personally had any interaction with the ghosts. Again, ghosts is in parentheses. But I will say that unlike our Louisville building, I I was always, in all caps, creeped out when I was in the building by oh, myself. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. There were also a lot, also in caps, of sightings, as well as unexplained activity that led many to believe in the rover's little girl. Mm. Guests seated in the back room would sometimes claim to, claim to, parentheses, seem to see a little girl and wonder why she was allowed to stand in the path of the busy servers. As mentioned, we also had some overnight paranormal researchers who reported activity, parentheses, in the room. The little girl was also seen in the back window of the room one night as the chef from the previous restaurant was leaving. The two buildings were not connected at the time, so he wouldn't have been able to check it out. But as relayed to us, he definitely believed he saw the ghostly girl. Mm. I can chalk all this up to the active imaginations of people who had previously heard tales of a little girl, especially if they had just come from a ghost tour. But we also experienced something that is harder to explain. Our neighbor in LaGrange was an amazing toy shop called The Treasured Child, which I've been to. Hmm. And we often purchased small, old-fashioned games and toys from from them for our younger guests. Of course, we also had crayons and coloring sheets. At night, the toys would be put in a small storage bins and crayons would be in coffee mugs. And all of it would be stored on shelving in a service hallway that was not adjacent to any tables. Many times we would leave a tidy restaurant at night and come back in the morning to find toys out on the table and crayons strewn across the floor. Ooh, that's weird. Try as I might, I cannot explain this away. Hmm. I know this is too long, so edit however you need if you decide to use one or both of these. Hope to see you soon at the Rover. Oh, girl. Yeah, we're in. We're in there. (laughs) We're here. Free food? Hello. We're there. And best wishes for your continued success. Very cool the way it's growing. Oh, that's awesome. I know. Great, <laughs> great email. Great email. Uh, yes, we'll be in for that fish and chips. And that is so interesting. I love the visual because it reminds me of like a um, just a classic ghost movie, like a haunted movie. Mm-hmm. Scary movies. That that's the word I'm looking for. I'm like, <laughs> ghost, the haunted movie. Uh, whew, anyway. Um, a scary movie of like, like, you know, people sitting there eating their dinner mm-hmm. and a busy restaurant and seeing a little girl just standing there. Right. And nobody else kind of noticing like, what is that little girl doing? You know, like yeah. that is like the opening of a scary movie. It was such right. a good visual. So, and you just picture them being like, where are her parents? Like, right. And having a whole conversation about it. And they're like looking back and like, oh, the little girl's gone. And then 
they probably never thought about it again. Or they maybe once they, they then hear the rover might be haunted with this little girl, they're like, oh my gosh, could right. that have been a little girl? No, because ghosts don't exist. So it really was just <laughs> a little shit that got away from their parents <laughs> and was standing in the middle of the restaurant okay. uh, behaving. But um, that's my theory on that. But uh, I, I would agree with Siobhan as far as like active imaginations. I mean, you hear the story, you've heard it on a ghost tour, you you hear somebody tell it and you're like, I'm on the prowl. Like I'm, I'm going to look for this little girl in some way, mm-hmm. you know? So there's that. Uh, as far as the toys, how fun would that be to, to be the worst? No, oh. to work at that restaurant and be an opener and get oh, there before everybody else and just see like the scare. I mean, like, or be the closer and you set it up for the next day. I think that you are a bigger pranker than I ever knew. Oh, I love a good prank. I think I love a good prank. <laughs> you I, never prank me. I don't. I don't ever think to do them, but when they're done, I'm like, I can get behind that 100%. I had like a bad experience in at 4-H camp with pranks going too far and oh. ended some friendships. So oh. yeah, it really did. Really did end some friendships. So I kind of steer away from like pranking myself, anybody, because I'm like, yeah. But if, if it's a good prank, I can get behind it. Like when Sophie, your daughter, went through that little phase of, um, oh, like, she, Sophie, your daughter, you know her, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I do know her. Yeah. So when she, familiar. Went, yeah, when she went through that phase of pranking, oh, I would give her ideas left and right. Now, yeah, would, that was fun. That was yeah, a fun phase. Yeah. But I would also warn her. I'm like, sometimes people do get really bad at pranks. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I learned that the hard way. So uh, I don't really do them myself, but I do enjoy a good prank. and. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Like that would be like so much fun to sit back and watch people just talk about it. And no, it reminds me of, and I think it was criminal podcast, but where there were these two guys that did the, the sea monster prank. Oh yeah. And they kept it going for years and there were two older men. I'm like, could you not, that would be the best prank ever. Mm -hmm. They would make like, uh, footprints in the sand and then one of them would dress up like a sea creature yeah and they would make sure that a few people saw them so that the whole town was like gossiping about the sea creature and they right. had like people come in and research and all this stuff and Didn't was, they find out like on the deathbed or yes something? that's yes. amazing and i love that i'm like that is like that is like you're in it for the long haul of that prank right i love that so it is still always a possibility that's and that's what my skepticism is. If there is a possibility that it yeah. could be somebody playing a prank, I'm going to go there before I'm going to go ghost. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> that seems very consistent that it happened. I mean, it sounds like it happened the whole time they were at LaGrange. Right. Who was who was the most consistent worker there? Who, who was, was the your one, biggest prankster? Who was the biggest opener? Who was the one that closed the most? Could have been Siobhan. Oh, <laughs> come on. Um, but also, I thought it was funny because you kept getting pissed off at the, like, quotation marks. But you did ask a couple of weeks ago. You were like, if you think it wasn't, send, <laughs> I me, know. send me in a ghost story that you think was just not, and I'll do, my, or, and I'll do the reverse. So she did. She was I like, know. I'm not, I'm not actually pissed about it. I know you were. It was great. It was making me laugh, though, because like, oh, another, all these. But, yeah, so give us your best. So you think it was Jenny. Yeah. Or, I mean, or any child. I mean, the whole, like, LaGrange has history. Sure. And, I'm sorry, I didn't know there was a huge fire. I'm sure it was not just Jenny who passed away. Right, right. There are probably a lot of kids, unfortunately, 
Well, everywhere you go, somebody's died. Everywhere you go, somebody's died and has potential to then haunt you mm. or that location. Mm. So thank goodness they had such cool old-timey toys for the, those kids to play with. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, and also, how scary is a toy story at night? A toy story or a toy story? <laughs> That's, that movie can be creepy, too, at parts. So like when they have all that. Ooh, that fourth movie. Ugh. Oh, yeah, the first one's The first one's too. really creepy when that kid like put all the weird parts together of all yeah. the different toys. Yeah, Oh my gosh, that was horrible. Don't ever name your kid. They turned out being so sweet. And they were just poor little tortured toys. Oh, well, yeah, the toys, but Sid was horrible. Yeah, Sid was horrible. But yeah, um, no, toy stores. I apologize. (laughs) Toy stores, I mean, terrifying at night. Yeah. Because toys Mm. are creepy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, reminds me of Grandma. Grandma's uh, attic that we used to sleep up in. Yeah, or her basement that was full of all the dolls she made. Oof. Yeah, dolls are creepy. Yeah. yeah. Grandma kind of had a creepy house. She did. She had that big uh, picture of that horse that she painted, and she was a, an amazing art oh, like, artist. Incredible was, artist. Yeah, but I can just remember going down those stairs. I can still smell the whiskey. Yeah. Can't you smell the whiskey? Because uh-huh. all the men would play poker downstairs. So I can smell the whiskey as you go down into the bar area down in their basement. But that big horse, I would just stare at that horse and be like, that horse is like, eyes are following me. Right. Like, it's going to move. Yeah. I'm going to see it move. Creepy, creepy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of Grandma's paintings is in Mom and Dad's house now. And Penelope refuses to go to the bathroom in the back room without me. I mean, she was kind of a creepy art. She was very good. Yeah. It was a creepy, she did have kind of creepy vibe. Yeah. Man, I miss that woman. I know. She was the best. She probably did that for like her art to play pranks. Yeah. Forever. She's like, my grandkids are going to hate this. They're I'm totally going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she was right. Yep. It does. It terrifies everybody. All right. Well, I think it is time for our fan favorite. It is. And I'm going to go two in a row because you're a slacker. I know. Gosh, I'm so sorry. You even <laughs> reminded me today. And I was like, oh yeah, I got to do that. And then totally forgot. But that's okay because I actually have two people that I was like, ooh, they're going to be my next ones. Nice. So I, know, I know. I That's what I feel bad about. I have two in my <laughs> mind, too. And I'm like, shit, I need to get my shit together. Well, one, it's very obvious. I know what she's going to want me to promote. So okay. I feel good, confident. Okay. I did send her a message. I'm going for it. Okay. Awesome. So our fan favorite this week is Michaela. I cannot believe we've never had Michaela be a fan favorite. I know. Not officially. So uh, Michaela... The reason I want to pick her as our fan favorite. One, she has written in. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think she's written in twice. We yeah. just haven't read her second story yet because she is following directions and wrote in right, a sleep paralysis. paralysis story. So we're waiting till we get a couple more. But we've already read one of her stories. She also promotes us all the time on yeah. her Instagram. And she is one of our patrons. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, she's got it like, going on. Trifecta. Uh-huh. Bam. She's there. So, uh, but one of the big things that she helps out with a lot is that because she also, well, I should go ahead and tell you what we're plugging for her is her podcast, which is Murder Squared. And if you guys like true crime, which if you listen to us, I'm sure you like it. I mean, I know it kind of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So um, she has, you know, a much different format. It's just her and she is like to the point. She does not banter for a long time. She researches. You can tell she doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Big time work, like big time research. Um, she even posts sometimes like her notes on Instagram. Wow, oh, that's my amazing. Gosh. Yeah, you are way more organized than we are. Yeah. Uh, so, and her stories are like concise. They're like, here it is. This is a wild story. Yeah. And then she's out. And they are wild stories. They're all wild stories. I yeah. feel like I've never heard before. I know. Everyone I've listened to, I'm like, 
what? I never knew this one. Her stories are awesome. They're really, really interesting stories. So if you want to find a really great true crime podcast, if you haven't started listening, you're going to love hers. Plus, she did say on our Patreon night, she's like, yeah, I try to like suppress my accent so y'all can't hear it when I'm doing my podcast. Oh, it's the best accent She does ever. it because it's so cute. It's so cute. I can't, like, I want to meet her in person so that I can hear the full accent. Right. It's <laughs> so good. But um, she has also been a tremendous help to me yeah. who's trying to figure out how to edit these things. Mm-hmm. Like, we go back and forth all the time. That's awesome. Um, I've sent her a message like just this week. I was having some weird issue with audacity. We just started using it to edit and I couldn't get the volume right. And she was there immediately. She nice. was like, well, I mean, I'm just sitting around watching Shit's Creek. What can I do? I'm oh, like, that's yes, awesome. please help me. And she is always there or like Very sounding cool. boards for each other. So it's awesome. I'm, I do kind of feel like she's my buddy. Michaela. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait to actually meet her in real life, but right. Uh, which will happen. I, I feel confident. Oh yeah. We'll definitely meet Michaela for sure. I mean, she's not that far away. She's in like Tennessee. We'll right? make that happen. Yes. So anyways, um, she is about to start her own Patreon and she is trying to build up stories because we, again, that's something we were talking back and forth about. She's like, I don't know what to do for extra content because I don't Mm want to research as much as I have to research for each episode because it's so much. So we were going back and forth. We started talking. What if you had like extra paranormal stories because she wants to get into that too Mm. of like, if you had a Patreon from Louisville, you could talk about Waverly or something like that. Yeah, you could talk about cool. specific uh, haunted places for your Patreons. Nice. So anyways, if you have any of those stories and want to become her Patreon or anything, you could send the stories, even if you don't want to become a Patreon, but have a good story yeah, from a place. Yeah, uh, Send it to murdersquared at gmail.com and definitely start listening to her podcast. It's great. It is way more professional, professional <laughs> than ours, but definitely. You know, whatever. I mean... Hopefully we are what we are. Hopefully you like both of us. <laughs> yes. You need balance in your yeah, life. Yeah, don't start listening to her and then think you don't like us because we're not professional. Yeah, Just no, we like Michaela. Like, we don't want to give her all of our <laughs> listeners. We like you, girl, but we want to give you our listeners. We just want to share our listeners. Share. We're all about sharing. Sharing is caring. Right. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so thank you so much, Michaela, for really just being my buddy out there and helping me with editing because... Lord knows I need the help. And I just feel so guilty that she hasn't already been. I mean, I just, I think she was off my radar just because I felt like we'd already done. I mean, because I love Michaela. She's awesome. So She is awesome. Our apologies has taken us this long. <laughs> For real, right. Michaela. You should have been like one of the first ones. Right. So. And like we said, we still have people in the wings. So. Oh, definitely. I definitely have mine back here. And I'm so sorry. You know who you are. I apologize. <laughs> they don't really, I haven't said anything, but I feel like they should know who they are. If you think it's you, it is you. I'm getting to you. Don't it's worry. You. Calm How down. did you know? You got this. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. This was another great episode. Thank you so much, Siobhan, for your amazing stories. Amazing. Go eat at the Irish Rover. I mean, yes. go. Go get all that history. Yeah. Get those fish and chips. Now that we, we know are. we get free fish and chips, we'll, be, we'll probably see we us. all meet up there. <laughs> it is amazing food. Uh, great staff. Great atmosphere. Michael Reedy is amazing. Do us a favor, also, if you go in there because you hear us on there, let them know. I mean, that's always fun. Like, right. We'd like to know if you know, we're doing anything. If this is promoting anything, we'd like to know. So yeah, please uh, give them, give us a shout out. If you go in there and just say, Hey, we heard about you guys on what's our name. <laughs> my, my skeptical sister. I almost said that. Well, I was like, going back and forth between the sisters, the sisters sent us and I'm yeah. like, we're not just those sisters. Let them know that my skeptical sister sent you <laughs> and give us a shout out. Cause we'd enjoy that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Okay. You asked for more beer. I know. We've and had a I lot delivered. of beer. I delivered. And we, more bloopers. We've There's had a lot. Much. We're probably going to continue this out on the front porch. So it's time Hell to yeah. get rid of y'all. But uh, you can follow us on all the social medias. You can look at that weird little TikTok we just made. Uh, Bloody Mary. Find mm. out what happens. Oh, it's so spooky. You can also search our name on Facebook and Instagram. Find us there. We are on Twitter, but I don't look at it anymore. So who knows what's going on over there? You, I mean, somebody were blowing up in Twitter. <laughs> They've got a million follows. Yeah, I, if that's what they do, they tweet, they follow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get Twitter. That's why I don't do it. But uh, you can also send in your own personal stories, which we definitely need. Yep. Send those in, especially all those of you who are like sitting in the wings, haven't written in yet. We want your stories. Send them in. Sleep paralysis stories. For we sure. want to do a big episode on that. So yeah. we've got a few people that we're waiting on because they're like, we, I've got a good one for that. Come on. Yeah. Now's we're time. ready. Ooh. Now's your time. Do you need a sign? Here it is. Alexis, it I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sarah, you too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, you can write those stories in to myskepticalsister at gmail.com and put in your subject note, sleep paralysis. Yes. That would help out. Yes. And uh, what else? Uh, you can rate, review, subscribe on Apple. You can tell your friends. You can tell your family. And we will talk to you guys next week. So thank you so much. Have a great night. La, 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 la. And there was a man, an actual person there, like an actual person who had broken in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I sound so professional, too. I know, but I got right in the middle of it. <laughs> In particular, in, in say it deeper. In, in particular, particular. <laughs> You're such a nerd. Uh, okay. <clears throat> in particular, I cannot say that word. <laughs> Shut your face. Okay. Don't let me try. In particularly, no, it's just particular. What particular or in particular? In particularly. In particular. In particular, is in particularly not a word? No, it can be. Oh, okay. In particular, she wrote in particular. So you want me to say it and make it sound like it's your voice? And then you can say, no, shut up. Okay, try it. I would love for you to just do my voice. Okay. I would just love for you to do my voice. (laughs) We're not friends anymore. (laughs) Okay. We're still sisters. All right. On the tables and crayons strewed across the floor. (laughs) Strewn. I didn't pronounce that neat. That end very well. Don't you say that again? Yeah. And crayons strewn across the floor. Don't say that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say it again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Your reaction was better the first time when I messed Sorry, up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do it again. I'll do it. I'll do it better. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that was a fine reaction. I know. Ah! What was wrong with that reaction? Yeah, just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, try it again. One more time. <laughs> One more time. It's fine. I'll be cool. Okay. Only is <clears throat> dramatic. Just the mm, was good. That's okay. all I needed. Okay, I'll do it. Direct to me again, Gary Clem. Go ahead. <laughs> you don't edit these. Okay. <laughs> okay. Many times we would leave a tidy restaurant at night and come back in the morning. <laughs> I hate you so much. I can't do it. I'm like in my head trying to think how to go. Mm-hmm. And make Keep it your sense. mouth closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
<laughs> Keep your mouth closed. Okay, okay. And crayons strewn across the floor. really hard but i couldn't do it i will take your original reaction and i'll put it in there it's fine Are you sure yeah that sounds like a lot of work That's i can try right. i can try it. you're nope. like this is a lot more work right now <laughs> all of our bloopers is this right here oh my gosh. okay <laughs>